that goes back to ugly content. Anybody can just make a graphic commercial video or like a really cute video that would land on um, maybe like a TV screen. But the fact that we're taking real users, real customers, and making them kind of like the spokesperson of mm. this brand, it's again like authentic, it's organic, it, and it feels real. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, the show where we bring you direct access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Lamphouse is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. Our passion, both in our commercials and on the show, is to help companies create marketing that is honest, beautiful, and effective. Today on the show, we're talking to marketing innovator and entrepreneur, Danye Taylor. A self-taught creative with an ear on the ground, we talk with Danye about the rise of ugly content and its role in grabbing today's skeptical and busy consumer. Before we jump in, make sure to subscribe and click the link below to get our free bonus content. If you've been enjoying the show, we would love to hear from you, so leave us a review. It takes 20 seconds and helps other people find the show and hear from these amazing marketers. Leave your Instagram handle in that review so we can send you a gift as a thank you. Now, let's jump into our conversation with Danye. The one thing that I feel like I've heard you talk about and I'm seeing, and I've seen in like some samples of your work, something that you call ugly content. We call yes. it like lo-fi content. Like it's so um, counterintuitive, but so effective. Talk to me a little bit about how you like landed at that. I feel like that's kind of a gutsy play. Yeah, so ugly content, and so it, it was a while, like a, a while ago, when I kind of dabbled into consumer psychology, mm. and I was thinking, like, how is it that people think as it relates to product and brand? And I started seeing this trend where the ugly content would perform better. Like, and I don't think little, this this kind of goes into it, but doesn't, but I don't think little Uzi gets enough credit, but Uzi really brought back the Instagram photo carousel. And like little mm -hmm. Uzi, he's a rapper, but he kind of like when everybody was doing the super high quality photos on Instagram and just posting maybe like one or two, he was doing like the iPhone zoomed in gritty photos. And it would just be 10 photos of what the fuck. Like people mm. would love it because all those 10 photos felt like Uzi. It wasn't like what everybody else was doing. It was just really unique to him. Hmm. And I started seeing that like trickle down. And now we have these things called photo dumps. But Uzi was doing that like two and a half years ago. Yeah. With his Instagram. You know what I mean? And now it's getting to this point where people want to feel the real you. Stuff that's really polished doesn't really feel real you know what i mean like imagine if you see a girl that's caked up in makeup it's like yeah she's pretty but i would probably be way more attracted to her if i just saw her maybe like a white tee leggings top bun mm. you know what i mean yeah. like a sunday morning at the grocery store like that's a different mm -hmm. feeling and we try to take that feeling and put it into content so yes it's really easy to make you know like super polished content these super polished graphics but everybody's doing that people want to see that kind of like surface level content that makes them feel more connected to that mm -hmm. brand so we like to 
put that into a lot of like the content that we make for brands. Mind you, we do a lot of the polished stuff too, because who doesn't want to look like they have their stuff together. Mm -hmm. But when we like, we kind of use ugly content to show the brand's personality. We kind of look at the ugly content as the, as the way to show the brand. That's like the girl on Sunday morning going to the grocery store. And you're like, dang, who's that? You look good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the idea behind ugly content. And it also performs better. People want to share and engage with the content that is just so raw like that's why like i feel like sometimes just like the the quote from twitter you paste out on instagram if the quote is nice that is going to perform you know what i mean because people Mm want to share that information it's so straight and to the point it doesn't have to be a long thought out piece of content is just right in your face yeah and i i've been thinking about this a lot because i i'm noticing this trend too a little bit a little bit later admittedly and you know we we make pretty content and so it's one of those things that i almost like don't even want to admit that i know is real so that's my question what i'm sort of trying to sort through right now is there is a place for glammed up content like you said you guys create some and there is a place Mm -hmm. for ugly content and so how Mm -hmm. how do you differentiate like how do you know when it's time to go forward with which thing i think that ugly content mixed with culturally relevant content is the perfect Mm. blend Mm. so if there's something going on um so, for instance, let's talk about, okay, so one of my clients, Culture Tags, um, Ad Age is named in one of the hottest brands of 2021, um, which is dope because that we is. worked on their account for like Yeah, it's really account. great, by the way. It's really good work. Yeah. I love the stuff you guys are doing for them. So, their whole game is based on acronyms and spelling mm-hmm. out these acronyms. So, when the all that stuff was going on with the girl that won the spelling bee, um, I had did some research and I found out that she was from Louisiana. And it's this artist named Webby. He has this song where he's spelling out the word independent. So I'm like, wow, like the two greatest like spellers of our generation is from Louisiana. And then I spelt out independent. And then I put like, do you know what that means in the acronym? Because I was a part of the song. That post went nuts because it was taking what was going Hmm. on right now in the world, tying it into something that has culture tied into it, which is this like really popular song within the hip hop, hip hop community and making it relevant to what's going on right now and the game for the audience. Hmm. It's like, it's so many different layers. And it's like, we had so many different posts that we have scheduled that we just pushed back because it's like, okay, this evergreen content, this can wait. We yeah. want to focus on the stuff that's going on right now. That is the stuff that we make ugly because it's just right now. You know what I mean? Like, Because mm. if you're trying to like beautify it, then it's too late. Like by the time the campaign's late. out, who cares? Exactly. So mm. that's another thing. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to spend too much time on something that's happening right now. Yeah. And I think that we're seeing with, you know, social media, everything is about right now. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you post. It's about when you post it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, cause I can do that post that I just mentioned a week from now and it's not going to hit the same because it's no longer relevant. 
So yeah. if you work in social, you kind of got to have your ear to the streets to like listen to see what's going on, what's popular and think about how you can tie your brand into that in a organic way. Yeah. I remember when Bernie had that, um, that photo. Oh, with him with the like. Sitting. Oh my gosh. Sitting. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get it. Everybody <laughs> is trying to do this now, but sometimes you have to just take a step back and be like, you know, is this, is I know this everybody's us? doing it, but is this for me? Is Yes, is this us? So also determining what is us. Yep. But going back to your point, I think ugly content mm-hmm. mixed with culturally relevant content is a match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I, I remember, I don't know why. It was a cute picture, that Bernie picture, but I don't know. It's hard to predict what things are going to go crazy. And I remember yeah. just being like, Seeing some people posting it where it's like, I don't think you get the joke. Like, you're just doing you're it because doing you, it see you saw the people do it. it. But you know what? You can feel that. You mm-hmm. can see it. You can feel it on the opposite end. And that's what I'm saying. Like, consumers are smarter now. Like, yeah. we can see the difference between somebody that's doing this trend because they're cool and they know versus mm-hmm. somebody that's like, we should do this because everyone else is doing it. You know what I yeah. mean? So, I also think that there's something to be said about. There are some cultural moments that it feels like as a brand, we need to be talking about this right now. Like COVID is like a weird long example where it's like there were moments where it's like we need to be talking about this. But then you pretty it up too much and it's like, okay, you're playing yeah. now. Like I don't want to yeah. be advertised to about this. Like yeah. I just want to see something that's real. And so I wonder if yeah. ugly content is – a way to sort of advertise without it really feeling like advertising. Yeah. And it's not even just how it, how it looks. It can be how it could be the tone too. Like somebody saying, these are four ways that you're not going to get COVID versus saying like, these are four ways that can prevent you from contracting the virus known as COVID-19. It's uh, the same mm-hmm. thing, but the tone yeah. makes it more direct it makes it more quote-unquote ugly mm-hmm. so i so i also want to talk about that too like we'll touch on that like ugly isn't just how it looks it's how it feels and maybe ugly isn't the right word but i just say ugly because it, it just you see pretty content and obviously uh-huh. pretty yeah you know what i mean uh-huh. so, it piques the interest yeah. at least let's let's talk about culture tags a little bit and how it played in because that's a campaign where I feel like you guys you guys did a mix. You had some really pretty stuff yeah. and you had some really like simple ugly stuff. So, how did that yeah. how did that play in? I, I noticed that you guys did a lot of what at least felt like home videos of people playing the game. Were yes. those home videos? Were those people you guys pulled together? Like tell me a little bit about that a little bit about that campaign. So, when we first got the account um the brand was still in like this Kickstarter phase. So they were Mm. still raising money. The games hadn't even came out yet. Um, So first we was like, okay, like how can people want to buy this game? People want to buy games that they know are fun. How do you know if a game is fun? If you see somebody having fun or if you yourself are having fun or if you get to experience it a little bit. So we made this Instagram filter that was synonymous with the game. It was mm. like the tag would pop up with the hint. So we tested that. And then we was like, you know what? Can you send me, I, I, I asked the founder, I was like, can you send me a game? Um, and I'm going to play with my friends and I'm going to record 
the gameplay with my friends. Mm. So, and you know, like people just love doing what they see everybody else doing. So for weeks until the game started being sent out to customers, we were taking videos and of us actually playing the game and posting them on social. Mm. We were also very intentional with the parts of the video that we posted. Like we wanted to get the ah moment. Like we wanted to get that energy. We wanted to get that feeling because we knew that that's how people want to buy stuff. Like if you see somebody having fun, you're going to be like, dang, like I want to have that type of fun or I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So we started out like that. Um, We started running, um, some ads on on that so my agency doesn't run ads unique has her own and unique is the founder she has her own um internal like paid advertiser you guys so we you guys just are just content her, creation and then either just content great. creation ideation strategy all of that okay cool. so we were sending these videos they're running the ads concurrently while now people can buy the game so now everybody's like oh my gosh like i want to play this game i want to play this game i want to play this game so now something that just started off as us just playing the game turned into now like this trend that people want to hop on. So now when customers get the game, they want to do the same thing that we did. They want to record their friends mm, and family yeah. playing the game and tag us. So now all of almost all of the ads that we run is our user-generated content ads. Hmm. So we keep track of who sends us videos so that when we do run the ad, um, they're getting compensated. But that is kind of like our marketing strategy. And again, that goes back to ugly content. Anybody can just make a graphic commercial video or like a really cute video that would land on um, maybe like a TV screen. But the fact that we're taking real users, real customers, and making them kind of like the spokesperson of mm. this brand, it's again like authentic, it's organic, it and it feels real. So, uh, I I've heard of this strategy before, but usually it's centered around like key influencers or something mm-hmm. who has a large reach. Mm-hmm. Was that a part of this here, or was it like literally anybody who has a funny moment send it to us and we're gonna post it? So, um. The founder, Unique, her network is pretty impressive. Um, We kind of started out in the beginning doing like these culture tag game nights where we would have people on live with her basically playing the game. But again, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to send you this game. Um, Can you post it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a little more organic than that. So to date, we have not paid anybody for any influencer marketing everything has just been strictly organic um and what makes the so because the game is kind of based on black culture and a little bit of nostalgia a lot of the content that is of like the older crowd somebody that you can look at and be like wow she reminds me of my grandmother or Mm -hmm. she reminds me of my mom it that is the content that performs better because again it's tying into that emotional side and that nostalgic side versus an influencer may not have that type of emotional mm-hmm. power you know what i mean they're just going to see it and be like okay like this person has a lot of followers they're playing the game they're having fun but 
when you see families playing with it, yeah. it, it, it makes you, it, it, it reminds you like, wow, like it makes you feel good. Like, wow, like I would love to play this with my friends. I would love to play this with my family because again, it has nothing to do with the influencer or the person. It's about the energy that you're feeling hmm. and how it makes you reminisce or want to be with your family. And, you know, like during a pandemic, that's times three because we're all alone. Mm -hmm. So that togetherness vibe, it hits 10 times harder. Yeah. And I did notice now that you mentioned it, that so many of the clips, the person who was like, whose turn it was, was a mom. And that it's interesting that like if you go out to influencers, like that's not the demographic that you're grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. You that's, know what I mean? That's smart. So how do you, how do you make it work? Like for people who like me are seeing okay ugly content is having its moment i need to maybe get on top of this what are some tips to do it effectively hmm, i would look at your brand as a person really look mm. at your brand not as a brand but as a person and think about what you would quote unquote wear it's sometimes you see people and you can just tell like wow like hmm. that is their style it's not on trend, but it feels real to them. So if you look at your brand as a person and then you kind of correlate your social content, kind of like what you were wear or your style, then it makes it easier for you to figure out, okay, like this is me or this is not me. I'm pretty sure like you go into the mall or you go shopping and you look at stuff and you say, oh, like that's a nice shirt, but I don't think that hurts uh -huh. to me. Yeah. That is how you want to approach ugly content. You don't want to do anything that is not your style because people can sense. People who know you or know your brand will know if something is not your style. Um, so kind of so going back to the whole style correlation and the metaphor, think about ugly content as like your super chill outfit. Like nobody's going to judge you for being chill, hmm. but they're still going to know like, okay, that person has that little bit of swag or like their DNA still hmm. infiltrated in what it is that they're doing that that's how I would do it and don't just go out and say oh I want to make ugly content it should it should be natural it should be natural hmm. and it shouldn't be forced so almost like if you're you know when we're on set there are moments where it's like oh this is such a great moment I wish that we could like just film this moment but we don't have a behind the scenes person here it's like oh just film it yeah. that's the moment yes, because that's you casual that's you dressed down Yes. And then yes, when you have your exactly. photographer out and you're glammed up, great. Like that's its own thing too. That's you going out yes. for like dinner. But yeah, and like don't try to force those moments. Like if you are looking nice, you do have a photographer. It's fine to take a picture, but don't try to make that ugly. Because then it's like okay. Now we can really feel it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamp House Films. Lamp House is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign or just want to hear more about what we do here, there's a link in the description where you can set up a meeting. I would love to chat with you. Just a reminder to click the other link below to access our totally free bonus content. If you're on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button. And if you're listening on a podcasting platform, don't forget about that review. It goes a long way. Marketing Conversations is a production of Lamp House Films, produced by Lauren Zare and Malia Irby. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Until next time, stay inspired and let's keep the conversation going.